Continuing our discussion about the different morning practices during Sefirat Omer, we've talked about uh, different customs as far as when the morning practices are to be observed. Yesterday we spoke about the possibility of a person switching as needed, and we spoke about uh, the fact that all of these uh, morning customs, all of these, uh, you know, observing these morning customs are all, uh, like we said, minhag custom, we could be uh, pretty lenient. So there is a question, what happens if I'm invited to a wedding during a period of time where I observe morning customs? So uh, the first thing we would tell you is, well, is there a possibility to switch, right? So if I typically keep the first half and there's a wedding during the first half, uh, so maybe if possible, I would say, well, go ahead and switch it to the second half, then you should be good to go. If that is a possibility, that's probably what is best. Let's say that's not a possibility because I have a wedding during the first half and I have a wedding during the second half and I can't choose between the two. Uh, so this is not a new question. Uh, and there are basically three approaches. Uh, you have those who say, uh, well, it's forbidden. So whichever uh, half a sphere you're keeping, don't go, wedding, don't go to the wedding during that time. And uh, you go to the other one. Uh, that seems to be the opinion of the uh, Hatam Sofer. We'll say for now. Uh, there are others that suggest, well, it depends, right? Let's say the one wedding doesn't have a lot of music. It's not going to have any dancing. Not sure that such a wedding exists, but let's say. So then we would tell you, you could uh, still go to that one. I don't know. Such a thing doesn't really exist. And God willing, on Shabbos, we'll talk a little bit about that. So, such weddings don't, uh, don't really present themselves. So uh, Rav Moshe Feinstein suggests that, no, a person would be able to go to a wedding even at a point in time where they observe morning practices. Uh, he says, why should that be the case? Because when the bride and the groom decide that they're going to get married, so now we have a mitzvah to go and to be misamech them, to go and to make them happy and to help them rejoice in their simcha. A mitzvah overrides minhag, all right? In an ideal world, we wouldn't have to have a clash, but for whatever reason, we do have a clash. And therefore, we would say the mitzvah of being misamech hatam would override the minhag of uh, morning practices. The uh, Rav Moshe Feinstein, he brings also a proof for this. So he says, if you think about it this way, let's say I'm a second half guy, right? I, I observe morning practices starting from uh, Rosh Chodesh Iyar. So let's say I get, uh, there's a wedding two days before Rosh Chodesh Iyar. Right? So they get married, right? Fantastic. What happens afterwards? We have s- seven days of Sheva Brachot. So, so what happens at the Sheva Brachot? So it's going to be a sad, it's going to be a time of mourning, no, no one's going to be shaving, no music, whatever. No, he says, of course, right? Once they get married, so certain mitzvot kick in, and they got married at a time which was permissible for them, and they were able to extend that happiness even past the uh, point of mourning. So he says the same would be true, even though it's not ideal. It, once they decide they get married, anyone who is invited to uh, the Simcha, right? So they, uh, their mitzvah sort of overrides that uh, minhag. So as best we can, we try to avoid these things. And there are many who suggest don't get married at all during Sefirat Omer, because uh, it's going to be problematic for half of, uh, you know, your friends and family. Uh, and in fact, that's why there are always shul dinners during this time. Last night I was at a shul dinner, right? Shul dinners and cold dinners, right? Because they assume that there aren't going to be any weddings during this time because it creates all of those different complications. But they still do happen. They still do happen. And uh, as best we can, we try to avoid them. But I think the normative practice is like Rav Moshe Feinstein. And uh, one could go to a wedding. They could participate in a wedding even during their period of time where they observe the morning practices of the Omer. Rabbi Hanan, Merit,